Hey, so you guys know how coins have two sides, right? Yeah. Usually. And they're named heads and tails. And the head side usually has some dude's head on it. Uh-huh. Usually. But people don't have tails, so... Here we go. Shouldn't it be called heads and butts? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. It's not... Dude, it's like usually a bird or something, though. And that's why I brought you this petition to sign. Nah. Uh, Just right oh, here. Thank God it's our floor. Oh, God! It's over! It's all over! We're finished! We're finished! Kaput! Kaput, I say! Damn it! Yes, man! Tell the county to put a hold on all paychecks, and then get me a coffee, and then someone put out that damn fire! But you started it! Luke, you have to maintain the link to the mainframe until we can get the final numbers in. I'm trying! I don't think I can hold on much longer! Whoa! What is going on here? Oh, hey, hey boys, I'm, a. Uh... I'm holding the mainframe together, Z. Is that not just two extension cords that you've plugged into each other? Shh, keep your voices down. The higher-ups know virtually nothing about infrastructure. Playing along like this helps me keep my job. Luke, how's the mainframe? Look, it's so many gigabits. I'm barely holding it together. If only I had a, had a raise. Don't worry, Luke, I'll help you. Look. No, I, I, fine. Were you not listening? No, Luke, what is with the alarm? What's going on with the boss freaking out? No, Blizzwiz launched some game and it's not going well or something. Huh? I don't know. I've been too busy pretending to be busy. Ooh, it's launch day for Diablo Immortal. Nice. Wait, no, who's Blizzwiz? The guy there with the silly voice. You know, he runs Activision Blizzard. You mean Bobby Kotick? No, he's just a stooge. Blizzwiz is the one that really runs things. Yeah, he's on the Shadow Council. He's one of the boss's bosses, remember? I don't know, probably. I can't believe this is happening! You're in for it now, the boss! This is all your fault! <laughs> of course, sir. How could a mobile game launch of one of our most beloved IPs go this Badly! I was promised the whale hunt to end all whale hunts, but instead, 99% of these slack-jawed screen tappers are somehow playing the game for free! For free! Well, if Not you... to mention our meta score is in the toilet, and we're the most hated company in the gamosphere now! You assured us you had things under control, the boss, but they're laughing at us! They're laughing! The rest of the Shadow Council will not be pleased to hear about this! But... The simulations were ran, the numbers were crunched, even behavioral psychologists were hired. Everything pointed to record-breaking profits and near crippling video game addiction levels. I don't understand what happened. Hmm. Well, you better figure it out. Ugh. You there, with the Happy Meal. Is it your team in charge of loot box integration? Well, where's the loot boxes? We put them all over the menus like I do one. Yes, but what about in the gameplay? Did you shoehorn them into the tutorial and gate story content behind paywalls? No, that sucks. Why would you do that? Uh, I don't know. Because it makes us buttloads of money, baby. Whatever, boomer. <laughs> I'm on my watch break. Uh, they just don't make child labor like they used to. All right, everyone to their stations, now! We got a code green, people. We missed our projected target of loot box sales, and if we don't course correct immediately, this launch is bored. And if that happens, all of you are on the short list to an early retirement. Oh my god. Sales team, work on pop-ups. We need them everywhere. I don't want to see a single unblocked game screen. Yes, yes sir. sir. Warehouse goblins, Double loot box production and shipments. I want those servers literally clogged with pay-to-win content. No one gets away without paying. Got it? Yes, boss. YouTubers. Actually, stay out of it. We're getting trashed on that platform as it is. Hell yeah. We're off to film pre 
drinks than porno and harassment at the Planet Fitness. You can be putting webcams in bathrooms. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah, Pete Pete. Little yeet. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Numbskulls. Uh-oh. Listen up. You three weak-winded brittle boners are gonna make an episode about Diablo Immortal, but not like one of your regular crappy ones full of lame nerds speak about art or fun or integrity. A good one this time. I want a gratuitous puff piece that'll pull the slots right out of the toilet. Got it? Oh yeah, just call me Mr. The Plumber. Good. Now get in there and don't come out until you've made Diablo Immortal sound like the biggest AAA launch this world has ever seen. Or you're fired. We're on it. Uh, yes, sir. Right away, boss. Can do. Huh. Ooh. Yeah, what the fuck? Jesus. So we're not actually going to do that, right? No. Nah. Not even. Yeah, the internet would destroy us. Mm -hmm. But we also can't slam the game because then the boss would destroy us. Yep. So, like, what are we going to do? Well, here's a crazy idea. How about we just objectively review the game? Oh. So then they'll both destroy us. Yeah. No, that he's sucks. right. We covered the good and the bad about Diablo Immortal without all the pitchforks and bandwagoning. And we try to provide our listeners with a real take on the game. Yep. Mm. We puff, but we also slam. I like it. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't love a good old puffin' slam? Me, because it sounds weird, but okay, fine. I'm on board. Well, it's settled then. You guys ready to make both sides of the fence mad with this one? Hell yeah. yeah. It's our first hot button episode! Yay! Yay! Hello and welcome to Game Corp, the best damn podcast this side of the video game dimension. We are your hosts. I'm Cowboy. I'm Jake. And I'm JB, a.k.a. Jeckard Bane. Jeckard Bane. Bane? You must kill Diablo. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I am Jeckard Bane. Have you seen my that daughter? That totally did not register. Usually when you say something, <laughs> my mind melts a little bit and I'm just like, oh my God. But that one... Check that one, that one hit me, hit me with a two in my ones and zeros. Mm, yeah. I fucking shut down for a second. <laughs> right. I just heard checkered brain. Checkered Bane does that. Checkers you know what? Brains. The sky exploded and I fell into a dungeon. It, that was in the last game. <laughs> I really continue to hate this pattern that you set. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. In today's episode, we're doing what the gaming industry is too cowardly. That's mm. right. And too gross to do. An honest review of Diablo Immortal! Hell yeah. That's right. Oh. We're talking about the good. We're talking about mm -hmm. the bad. And yeah. are we talking about microtransactions? You That's bet right your bippy. <laughs> but hey, bet this one's not colored with money or reviews or back-end bribes, baby. Mm -hmm. We're going to tell you an honest review, good and bad. Mm -hmm. Luckily, the stakes are stacked against us in both directions, which just puts us right in the middle to be impartial. Right. It works out. Otherwise, we would definitely be biased and leaned either way that we get paid or pressured. Oh, absolutely. If some uh, if some fat cat dropped a stack of money on our desk and said, hey, give this baby a 10. I'm sorry, guys. I'd give it a 10. Yeah, we're I literally just, just in that homeostasis. Honestly, we're waiting to sell out. And yes, on that damn note. Fat cats. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, are you guys ready for a little bit of trivia? 
Oh. Yes. I love trivia. Wait, was that the first question? Oh, yes. Shh, the music. You're ruining my group. Accompany me. Accompany me. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> In this season of Random Game Corp Trivia, we are doing microtransaction trivia. Boop, 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 boop. This one is going to be super easy. You guys both get to guess. And it's a little. Okay. I'm not price is right. You guys are going to guess numbers because what we're guessing today is the amount of oh. said microtransaction and the story I'm about to supply. Ooh, so okay. you guys throw numbers at me. The closest one. Make it easy. Don't give me, don't don't one-up each other with one dollar. <laughs> the, the closest one uh, wins a point. So every single question, somebody's going to win a point, And at the end, somebody's going to win a fabulous prize. Ooh. Is it closest or closest without going over? Oh, good question. I don't, I don't want to bring out a calculator. How about just closest? How about just closest? All right, sounds good. Okay. So are you ready for microtransaction trivia? And again- Born ready. Let me put on my fingerless gloves. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I've been training for this all of my day. And again, you're both guessing a number. Closest one gets the prize. Okay. Got it. Hmm. Number one. Shroud of Twitch streaming fame claims that as of March 2022, because I don't know the current value, uh, he says that he has spent this much on microtransactions in Lost Ark, another Ooh. Diablo-like loot grinding hack and slash adventure. How much has Shroud as of March of this year... Spent on microtransactions in Lost Ark. Hmm. So from start of the year to March? From March to today. Oh, t- mm-hmm. just as of March of this year. How oh, much yeah, yeah. So up until so March. I, was yeah. right. I got that right. And all, all the days to March. Oh, I'm gonna and say, another thing. I forgot. Another yeah. thing. Uh, each question, the uh, answer increases substantially in value. So Ooh. every so single we're question, we're high. going up and up and up. We're going low to high. Yeah. I'm going to start with uh, a good old classic 30K. I'm going to go with, I think that's, I think Shroud would spend $22,000. Very interesting. Going high right at the gate. He hasn't spent that much money. Uh, so far, as of March 2022, he has spent $2,000 plus, dollars, which I think really? the point goes to Cowboy. Ding, 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 yeah. ding, ding. Well, wow. He- He's I've got... seen him spend more than that on his own subs. Yeah, he says he says he's well as of that time because I read articles about. It, he's like, yeah, I've spent about two thousand dollars on it now. Yeah, I so... was gifted a sub to Shroud by Shroud, and it's one of my really? prized possessions. Yeah, oh. he did like um, seven hundred or something. Cool, just in a thing. He was just wow. like, oh yeah, I'm just so... doing gifted subs, and I got one. Is that an endorsement by him that microtransactions are not really necessary for that game? No, it's just. What he's doing, he likes the oh, game. Okay. So I yeah, read into it more, and it's literally, I like this game, and I've been spending money on it. And yeah, he since, likes to spend money on games. Which I, I assume mean, Shroud makes millions, so to oh, him, yeah. it's just oh, yeah. a hobby. Yeah. I was going to say, 2000 is a lot of money. We're like, hey, you only spent 2000 on it. Wow. Two wow that's a lot of money for me. $2,000 for us is substantial and probably cause for a divorce. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> uh, like two years' salary. Oh, yeah, that's divorce money. Mm. What? What? You guys are going <laughs> to... You guys, I was about to say something terrible. 
Uh, you guys have got a poopy pants. You get poopy pants. I wasn't, whatever. Uh, Jokes as, on as you, I already up, did. As it goes up. All right, number two, don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Path, <laughs> Path of Exile, Ooh. another Diablo clone, mm-hmm. is home to outrageously priced digital goods. The ruler of Rayclast Pack, if I pronounce that right, is no exception. This quote-unquote supporter pack, as they like to call them, features some admittedly awesome perks, like getting uh, your name added to the credits, being able to design your own monster, which also gets its own pet version, uh, and actual physical goods like t-shirts, stickers, and a real-life figure of the monster that you create for the game. How much is this glorified microtransaction? Well, you get to design your own monster, you get your name in the credits, and you get a figurine of it? Yeah, you get all that stuff with this. Damn. That's... Okay, I'm going to open up out of the gate with... That's $12,000. I'm going to... I'm going to hedge my bets and say 5K. Holy crap, cowboy. The correct answer is 12.5K. No way. Pretty much right on the money, dude. Holy cow. Well done. This wonderful supporter pack costs $12,500. And um, here's a little bit of trivia on that. Um, One such player named uh, Sharon, I think. Uh, Sharon. C-H-A-R-O-N. Sharon. 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 The, uh, Karen, Sharon. Captain. Is it Karen? Sharon? Yeah, the, Karen. the, the river of the dead, Dan, that guy, that guy. Well, um, one such creation is by that guy. And uh, he or she, whoever this person is, created the plummeting Ursa, a play on drop bears. It's an evil koala. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Ursa yeah. is also a character in Dota 2. Is it? Where my Dota players at? Where you at? I was in the Discord. Where you been? Where you been? <laughs> Literally no one. That's that shows. I'm sorry. That was mean. I'm so sorry. That was that was integrity for them not to just go straight for penis monster. Like it's it takes a lot of grit. I to wonder not if there's do stipulations that. for twelve thousand dollars though. If I drop yeah. twelve thousand dollars <laughs> on a fucking digital pack, they better let me design that penis monster. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to get an right, artist right. in there and need more so, balls. We're already at $12,000. It only goes okay. up from mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Question the third. Star Citizen, Ooh. the infamous sci-fi spaceship flying forever alpha release, has quite <laughs> the reputation for conning star-eyed gamers into purchasing digital property and ships that very well may never even come to fruition. One such bloated DLC is the Legatus, Legatus, I'm going to mess up all these names, uh, Legatus 2951 pack, which boasts over 100 different high tier ships to add to your armada. The kicker is you will have to have already spent a thousand dollars in order to even see this fucking pack show up in the digital store. (laughs) For this one, I'm even going to give you a hint. They're, the first wait, yeah, okay, they're money yeah. they're money gating the money gate yes they are <laughs> yes they are they won't even it's show like, this pack to anyone unless you spend a thousand dollars dude you gotta it's spend like that money old to joke. spend money okay okay it's okay. like that old joke about putting a like a border wall and it says what you should do is put three border walls and <laughs> on the second one you say wall two of ten <laughs> yeah you know okay. it's it's like that it's all right all right we're in a trivia here buddy for this one i'm gonna give you a hint the first Legatus pack released in 2018 was sold for $27,000. The 2951 pack is the newest version, the newest of three. Okay. 
How much money do you think the Legatus 2951 pack goes for? 29,051. Oh, that's good. I'm going to say uh I'm trying not to one up. Don't do it. <laughs> Let's say I'm going to say of uh, uh, forty five thousand. Ooh, JB comes in with the win. Ding 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 yeah. ding ding ding. Forty k. Forty k. Forty. I was gonna say thirty was my original guess, and when you said twenty seven, I was like, oh, I can't just do thirty. Like that's so close. No, 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 no. Forty k, man. The Legatus pack twenty nine fifty one forty thousand dollars for one hundred high class digital ships in Star Citizen. Yeah, and one uh, manual analog ship. To be delivered to you at some point in the future, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Obviously, obviously. Whenever the game obviously. releases, obviously, yeah. when the game releases, real Link. ass ship that works. Okay, number four. Allow me to tell you the story of poor Betty Sue Higgins, professional mm. gamer and embezzler. Oh. Betty Sue was just a regular gal with a job, a house in foreclosure, and a crippling addiction to the Facebook games Mafia Wars and Yoville. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. From May 22nd, 2006 to September 9th, 2010, Higgins wrote hundreds of fraudulent checks from her employer, payable to Zynga, the developer of her favorite games. How, Zynga. Yeah. How much did he do that? How much did he do? I don't know why I went there. How much did poor Betty Sue embezzle in the game? Uh, $69,420. I'm going to give you a hint so you can guess again. Hmm. We're in the six-digit range now, boys. Ah. Holy crap. 125,000. Uh, 100,000. Uh, 169,420 dollars. Ding, 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 ding. JB takes the win for number four. <laughs> the correct answer is 166,000 no! dollars. Well done, well done. It's two to two now. How close? close. Yeah, poor Betty Sue. She embezzled them for herself? Yeah. So, yeah, over the course of from 2006 to 2010, she wrote hundreds of checks. Uh, She put the director of the company she works for's name on it. Hundreds over the years. And uh, she took some for herself, but it's estimated that she took 166,000 payable to Zynga to play fucking Facebook games. Mafia Wars wow, and wow. Yoville. Y O V I L L E. Yoville. So just so she could be the best, she she didn't withdraw the funds. She Uville? just wanted to fucking rock at it. She wanted to be the That's best crazy. that there ever was in her Facebook uh, group. Yeah, one hundred and sixty-six k, and it goes up from there. All right. Question five. Before NFTs, there was Entropia Universe, a Swedish. There sure was. Oh, you know about it. A Swedish. No, I don't. God damn it. A, <laughs> a Swedish-based MMO whose in-game economy translated to real cash money at an exchange rate of 10 to 1. That's right. You okay. could literally make money playing this game. And that's what many people did. In 2005, a man named John Jacobs dropped a massive 100,000 real dollars to buy a giant piece of virtual real estate and created Club Never Die. A bustling, musty destination, which includes more than a dozen biodomes, a nightclub, stadium, and a mall, where other players flock to spend real cash on virtual goods and services. In fact, Jacobs was making around $200,000 in annual revenue just from owning and maintaining Club Never Die. Eventually, he sold off the club and the asteroid it sat on. 
How much money did this man make selling Club Never Die? Well, I know the answer to this because I know that man. That's John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. No, you, yeah, right. And his well, name fruit. You had to go there. Is my name too? That's his. That's and, the Cowboy's middle name. So, you know, it's crazy because whenever me and Cowboy go out, people always shout. There goes yeah, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. No, 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 no. And so I, John Jacob Jingleheimer Smith, sold that business for a whopping. $375,000. Yo, that is crazy because crazy. I sold it, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt, for a solid one milli. I have to do the math. Oh, no. Hold on. Oh, my God. It's in between? <laughs> it's in between. I mean, it makes $200,000 a year. Like, that's an investment. You buy it for a milli in six years, you made your money back, and then it's all profit. Two solid guesses but cowboy takes the point with a difference of uh dollars. you weren't close mm. but club never die was sold for six hundred and thirty five thousand dollars damn sold it too low that is i know right that is virtual you made a milli <laughs> he could have that is virtual freaking real estate that was a huge micro not a micro a macro transaction macro. <laughs> a digital, yeah. a fucking digital macro transaction for six hundred and thirty-five thousand dollars, and it only goes up from there. There's another. Oh, I have two more questions, dog. Oh my god! All right, so I think it's three two right now. All right, number six. Stephen Barnes, a fifty-nine-year-old appliance store owner and absolute mega whale, recently led a rebellion against Japanese developer Grease Modern War. Stephen Barnes, appliance mogul by, mogul, mogul by day and clan leader by night with a C. Okay, thank <laughs> oh, you yeah, very much wondering. for that clarification. Convinced 144 <laughs> different Modern War teams to boycott the game altogether, ceasing their unending flow of money, and demanded that Gree make some needed fix to the game before they would jump back in. Surprisingly, Gree relented and direct talks ensued. Just how much do you think Stephen Barnes has dumped into the game Modern War over his four-year gaming career? What the hell is Modern War? It's a mobile game, I think. It's a mobile game. What the fuck? Okay, I want to say he's a mogul. Mm -hmm. And mogul sounds like million. And I bet he dumped a million dollars into it. Well, that's what I was thinking, too. Because not only is he a mogul, but he's also a mega whale. And He's I don't think you get a mega whale. I don't think you get your mega whale license until at least a milli. Um, so I'm going to say 1.25 milli. Ooh, I feel like that was a Price is Right move, man. Uh, I mean, it's a 250,000. Yeah, it's, it jumped. Okay, 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 okay. Well, JB takes the point. Ding, 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 ding. Hey. Stephen Barnes has spent $2 million oh, so far wow. in the game Modern War. He spent so much money that he got to strong arm the developer into making changes. Yeah, and, and, yeah I yeah, would. Yeah. Wild, right? <laughs> I'm right? like, at what point I don't care about this game anymore. Please pay <laughs> at me. What, at what point as a consumer do you get to just tell the company, no, do it this yeah. way, right? I think you, when you've dropped enough money that you could be the primary stockholder. Like, yeah, you're, I think you're, that, assume, you're basically yeah. an investor just in a weird way. Yeah. It's like, hey, if I pull out, your company goes under. <laughs> well, technically. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think it's all tied up, dude. I oh, love wow. it when it's this close. Oh, yee. This final question wins a fabulous prize. Question That's number why I let seven. JB have it. Hmm. Give it to you, JB. Now, 
Not if I give it this to you. This is first. historical. <laughs> so uh, I've tricked you guys into learning this entire time. What? So, oh, yeah, no. He's I'm using sorry. psychology I'm sorry. on us. There's going to be a test at the end of this. Now, 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 for the most expensive digital purchase in gaming history. Entropia Universe is back again for our final question. In 2011, MindArk, developer of Entropia Universe, sold an entire planet to SSE Virtual Works. Planet Calypso, the first planet created for Entropia Universe, and unsurprisingly, the planet that Club Never Die orbited around, was sold off wholesale as one humongous piece of digital real estate. How much was Planet Calypso sold for? I'm going to say uh, 20 mil. Jesus. Okay, we're going up. I'm going to go... I'm going to say... Big money, I'm gonna say ninety million. And tonight's winner million. of microtransaction trivia. Oh, I'm so nervous. Is JB Planet Calypso Planet Calypso was sold for six million dollars. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we went a little overboard. <laughs> a little, but still, this is the, that's the highest like digital purchase in, in in gaming history. I mean, that's nothing. It could have been twenty mil. <laughs> It could have been okay. It could have been a lot. Well, here's a little. Here's a little like tidbits, little nuggets of trivia for you about this. Um, there were other planets created since then in the Entropia universe, uh, including Rocktopia, owned by no one else than Never Die Studios. Hmm. This dude has his he has his hands deep in this game. Uh, oh, yeah. Planet Calypso alone. Uh, this is as of 2010, 2011. So the 2000s, if anyone didn't notice or realize or doesn't know, was like the golden age of MMOs. And they were huge cash cows around that time. Not that they're not now, some of them, but it was like the golden age of lots of really profitable ones. Yeah. Um, it was like the first metaverse. People were really yeah, into it. Yeah. So in 2010, the year before it was sold, Planet Calypso uh, generated $428 million in player-to-player transactions. So Jeez. at that time, it was generating tons of money. So I think $6 million at the time was kind of a steal. Compared but that's it. Million. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Okay, JB, your winner. You get to purchase a timeshare on a jewel-encrusted oh. Baby Seal leather desk chair. Oh. For $49.99 a month, you will enjoy the high life for over seven minutes a week with your timeshare purchase. Enjoy, man. Hell Yeah. Nice. Does he have to go to the chair, or does the chair come to him? Of course, he has to travel to the chair. And the forty nine 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 the forty nine 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 a month is uh, unrefundable. And um, okay. okay, you're not allowed to go over your seven minutes a week. All right, fair. Enjoy. Thank nice. you. I will. I will. Timeshares are always good. Speaking of seven minutes of pure bliss, it is time for the audience question. The audience Ooh. question <laughs> is brought to you by Real Life MTX. That's right, the microtransactions you know and love have just come out IRL. Oh, no. Want to skip that line at your favorite theme park? Real Life MTX. That's a thing. Right? Tired of only getting to bring a single bag on your flight? Real Life <laughs> MTX. You want that true loot box experience in real life? Just try out our new mystery boxes and Amazon return pallets. You want an autograph and picture from your third most favorite character of your second most favorite nerddom at your local Comic-Con? No. That's right, Real Life MTX. <laughs> Are you on trial for murder? <laughs> well, we can't help you there. 
For free, that is. <laughs> For that, you're going to need our upgraded package, Real Life MTX Pay to Win Whale Edition Plus, Whoa. which comes with one free use of our Rich People Lawyers DLC, normally costing $800,000 a month. That is an actual, real cost of a high-profile murder case that the defendant was found not guilty of. Yeah, I googled that's it. Depressing. But in order to maintain <laughs> balance, the Real Life MTX Pay to Win Whale Edition Plus is limited to just 1% of total purchases. That was so buy yours today. Real, man. real Life MTX. TX, achieve your dreams one swipe at a time. <laughs> Last episode, we asked you which cryptid would easily work their way up the chain of command at Waffle House. Oh, this question. From Facebook, we got Chris Canby, who comes in with the Mothman. I mean, simple. I think that's a simple, like, honest and correct answer. He's a total brainiac, and he can predict oh. the future. Yeah, I feel like the, the lights would- The lights? The lights, though. Oh, He's up all night. The lights. I mean, yeah. he can run the night shift. That's true. Yeah. But the lights, though. The lights, though. Rory says El Chupacabra, the goat Classic. sucker himself. I th- I've seen the Chupacabra at Waffle House, except he, he wasn't working. He was, he was eating Eggs Benedict, which I thought was weird. Oh, the old 3 a.m. throat goat special. Yep, the throat goat. <laughs> and Tiffany Fleck says the skinwalker. I get it. I get it. What's, so, what, what's so, the skinwalker? A skinwalker is a super spooky. It's kind of um, it's kind of in- intrinsic in like native folklore. It's a really bad person who gains witchy powers and can also like shapeshift into a dog, but is never a healer. But Google it. It says healer. specifically it is never a healer. Never, oh, dude, ever. that's Waffle House. Dude. Not they once. all look like they're terrible people, and they have never healed. Not once. They've never healed me. I've never felt better leaving a Waffle House. I've always felt worse. (laughs) That's true. Uh, And then moving on, we got Tom, who says, The Loveland Frog. Using its powerful jumping skills, it would be an unmatched member of the waitstaff as it bounds over tables and counters. Mm, I love the and why. I like the and why. The and why is important. It's totally... It is. It really is. It, it's totally practical too, right? It is. It's it's hopping between tables. I like mm-hmm. it. And one thing I've noticed at Waffle Houses is they always have a fly problem. So you have a little frog there. Oh yeah, it's perfect. It goes a little licky sticky. You know what I mean? Boom. And all my all my food comes out like covered in the slime, anyways. Right. And so it wouldn't really be everything smothered and covered. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, your hash browns, the floor, the bathroom, the waitstaff. Yep. The Loveland Frog. Yeah, it's all. Yeah. Metroid Mike comes in and says, the Fresno Nightcrawlers. And and th- those are just pants. They are. What? Okay, so. This I thought is, that was his nickname. No, that's one cryptid that I had no, I, I, I didn't know about it, and I looked it up. It's our fucking pants, it's just, it's just pants. It's pants. Think what about do they a do? Spooky, think about a spooky glowing pair of pants mm-hmm. running after you in the forest <laughs> at night. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> look up the pictures. All right, everyone listening, look up the pictures of the Fresno Nightcrawler. It's amazing. It's so weird. It's just pants. It's just pants. It's just pants. Uh, <laughs> speaking of <laughs> panting, because when it gets hot, I tend to pant. There uh, it is. This episode, we're talking Diablo. But instead of talking about the newest entry in the Diablo franchise, we want to take it back old school and ask you, what is your best memory from a Diablo game? You can answer our question directly through Spotify, respond to our social media posts, uh, and you can come check out our Discord. Links are in the description. Mine would be when Decker Kane told me about Diablo. You must kill Diablo. Well, that's you. That's my favorite. Like, when he told me about Diablo was, like, a good one, but then when he told me I must kill him, that was a good one. That was my best one. I, l- 
I like when you turn over the skeletons and money shoots into the air for no reason. Like you slightly move their shoulder and money goes whoop, 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 and lands on the ground. It's pretty neat. Yeah, the original loot box for free 50. Yeah, free loot boxes is the way to go. <laughs> knock, knock. It's now a bad time. Guess. Does nobody know what the word recording means? Cowboy. It's in red letters. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You know, it's never a bad time for a visit from Blizzwiz, our boss's boss, right, guys? Yeah. Oh, vaguely. Come on in. Stupendous! The boss told me you were making a little episode to help put a spin on this whole thing, and I wanted to see what sort of angles you were taking on it. Well, if you're talking about the review, we all decided that the only right thing for us to do is, is to, to lie. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> to lie. Asses. Yep. Yeah, right? Uh-huh. Yep. Right, cowboy? Yeah. Excellent! <laughs> Excellent! Perfect choice, boys. No need to be honest about anything in business, really. I trust you three to come up with something truly devious. After all, it was your absolutely insane plan of deceiving the good guys right up to the last minute that thwarted their attack on the portal. Oh, yeah. Yep. That was intentional. Years of planning. Uh Uh-huh. Great. Yes. Oh, wonderful. Hey, uh, you're not recording, are you? Uh, I literally just said that when you walked in. Nope. We're not told. Nope, not recording everything ev- everywhere all of the time. No, why? why nope, nopesie dopesies. Excellent. Can you guys keep a secret? Yeah, I guess. No. Well, keep this on the down low. But the game launch so far has been so truly disastrous that the council has asked me to take over operations here at Game Corp for a while. Oh, uh, so what does that mean for us? Oh, you guys have nothing to worry about. <laughs> in fact, I figured I could use a few right-hand men on the inside with all the changes coming. Oh, what about us? We're all right-handed. I'm not. Damn it. Yes, you three. That's exactly what I was thinking. Whew. Well, wait. Changes? Are things not going to be business as usual? Oh, dear, no. With a gaff this size, I'll be completely restructuring the company. With the exception of you three, I'll be taking the liberty of restaffing every single department. Using the portal, I'll zorp in every minion, devil, and demon I can find in the Diablo dimension and put them to work right here. Wait, you're going to staff the entire company with literal demons? Of course! Brilliant, huh? They'll never sleep, are undeniably evil, and love poor working conditions. Wait, what about the boss, though? Well, standard procedure with these kinds of fiascos is to pin the blame on the company head, and then give the higher-ups a good old guillotine show. You're gonna cut off his head? What? No, it's a metaphor. He'll be scapegoated and then ceremoniously fired to make the investors feel better. Meanwhile, I, the one truly responsible, will run things until I can replace him. Oh, and, uh... I even heard Diablo himself is interested in the position. Very exciting. So after everything the boss has done for Game Corp, you really don't want to keep him at all? Like, what about a different role or like a different department, maybe? Sorry, but that's bad for business. A failure's a failure, and investors must have blood. Oh, Oh, come on. Cheer up, boys. Your jobs are safe so long as you help me replace all your friends and co-workers. (laughs) Blizzwiz out! Oh. What was that? Well, while we come to terms with possibly working for the devil, let's go ahead and take a break for tonight's ad. But when we return, get ready for some Taco Bell spicy fire hot takes on Diablo Immortal.
Hello, I'm Don Margarine. For over 50 years, the Don Margarine family has been providing our 100% authentic butter products to houses across the nation. In today's economy, my family has been faced with the task of creating butter products that cater to the needs of our most in need customers. Today, I'm proud to announce the all-new Don Deluxe line of butter products, designed especially for our well-deserved 1% market. Up first, we have Don Margarine's Loot Butter. Inside every stick of our 100% authentic butter is a chance to win one of thousands of fabulous prizes. I tell you, they have everything packed right here in these beauties. Prizes include things like Robux gift cards, baseballs somehow, free oil changes, custom Don Margarine PlayStation 5s, keys to some sort of car. I mean, it has everything. Up next, we have the all-new Almas Caviar Butter Blasters. Each individually wrapped bite-sized ball of Don Margarine Butter comes packed with the most expensive caviar on the planet. Each bite delivers a greasy, buttery blast of sturgeon eggs right to the back of your throat. I tell you, I just can't get enough of their strong maternal flavor. Finally, we have Don's Diamond Class Butter Stick. Each stick of Don Margarine Butter is wrapped in gold leaf and sprinkled with real diamond dust. It does nothing for the flavor, but it sure does sparkle. Find all of our wonderful butter products in stores near you. Now, back to the show. Today, we are talking about Diablo Immortal, the now infamous offspring of the god-tier legend that is Blizzard, and the mobile microtransaction clone factory that is NetEase. Blizzard revealed the mobile-only title back in 2018 at BlizzCon to a crowd of rabid gamers who, expecting a refresh of the franchise, promptly opened up the pits of hell and feasted on their faces. Metaphorically speaking, of course. I know. Dang. Now, in June, the company has finally released it to all mobile devices, and luckily enough, was also bullied into making a PC port. See? Bullying isn't all bad. It features Diablo's genre-defining action RPG hack-and-slash gameplay, a massive multiplayer base with guilds, parties, and clans, and of course, loot, 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 loot boxes. Yeah, that's right, it's a free-to-play game. Which means for many gamers, it'll be the farthest thing from free. Because this is a masterclass on slow investment progression, hiding gambling mechanics in plain sight, and how to make the slipperiest of slopes that lead to the ominous looking hole in the ground with that red eerie glow and the flames and the little devil guys with the pitchforks. Huh. But considering its authentic Diablo action, immersive story, superb voice work, and yes, the actual fun, could hell be worth the price? That is what we are discussing on today's unbiased review of Diablo Immortal. All right, everybody, buckle up, because it's time to talk about Diablo Immortal. That's it, the devil in your closet and the devil you know on mobile, the game everybody loves to hate and hates to love. Now, for those of you who don't know what Diablo is or the Diablo franchise, because I know some people who listen to our show don't play every video game on the freaking planet. Diablo is a really neat action RPG, action role-playing game by a developer called Blizzard that has a very shady, weird history as of today. They used to be legends, and now, what are they? I don't know. But anyway, 
It's a really cool role-playing game, kind of like you look top-down, you can choose one of many fantasy-esque classes with all sorts of really cool abilities, and you destroy hordes and hordes and hordes of bad guys and demons, and it's a big loot pinata. New gold, weapons, jewels, uh, you're always upgrading, yada, yada, yada. It's a really, really fun time, and you can play it multiplayer. Now, Diablo Immortal, which we're talking about, is the newest installment in the Diablo franchise. It's the mobile version that is designed specifically for phones. Now, the history with Diablo Immortal if you did not know, is in 2018, Diablo Immortal was announced at BlizzCon. Now, the entire audience and Diablo fans and Blizzard fans and everyone the world over were expecting news about a new installment to the Diablo franchise. Was mm -hmm. it news or a trailer about Diablo 4, maybe? We don't know. They saved it for their big, like, end of presentation grand reveal. And then they did it. They revealed Diablo Mobile. <laughs> and the crowd went fucking silent. Went crickets. <laughs> crickets. It's one of the few times uh, in any of these presentations where the crowd absolutely just collapsed. Right. And then probably the most iconic quote that has ever been made at a game announcement happened. Yeah. And that quote was, don't you guys have phones? <laughs> And it hurts to this day. It was mishandled. It was weird. And yeah. one gamer rise up red shirt hero stood up to the podium, grabbed his mic, and asked, is this some sort of April Fool's joke? Mm -hmm. To a round of, of, of applause. And that's where Diablo was left in 2018. Well, Diablo Immortal. Uh, it was ridiculed right off the bat. It was hated. It was scathed. Mobile, bad. Mobile, you, 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 you. Q four years of pretty much radio silence. Yep. And then, out of nowhere, as if a hellmouth in Southern California <laughs> opened. <laughs> That's a Buffy reference. And, um, and Diablo Immortal crawled out in June. And now it's here. And now we're going to talk about it. Now, to lay the groundwork for our discussion, uh, let's round Robin and say what characters we played and how we played the game. So much like in WoW, I'm an altaholic. So I played every single character except for Crusader. Yeah. <clears throat> And um, I played, I, I originally started on mobile, but then I found out they had a PC port and then pretty much primarily paid it, played it on PC with controller. Oh, interesting. So, I mean, I like PC. I don't know why, but if I'm going to, if I think I'm I'm going to play PC like many people, obviously. Um, I could tell it was built for mobile. So like, I didn't mind playing on mobile at all, mm -hmm. uh, but mostly PC, mouse and keyboard. I'm classic because uh, I didn't really play a lot of Diablo 3. And uh, I chose the necromancer because like who doesn't love like a good evil raise things from the dead necromancer. I just love the idea. Yeah, with all your spooky skeleton armies. Spooky, and, scary uh, skeletons. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I chose the Crusader because that's the last time I played Diablo 3. I was a Crusader, so I was like, all right, that's familiar. And I played exclusively on mobile using touch controls, which oh, I actually found curious. to be the most intuitive touch controls of any mobile game I've ever played, which is really interesting. It felt so good to actually play on a screen. And I've never experienced that before. Right. And the amount of work it goes into to make it so that you're not constantly like missing and, and pointing the wrong direction. Because I've played bad mobile controls. Yeah. And you have to be really smart about the way to design them so that the user doesn't even notice they're messing up and you're adapting for them. So, yeah, I got to I got to admit they must have done something right. 
Yeah, I think so. I totally give them props for the uh, for the uh, touchscreen controls. That whole department, good job. All right. So we're going to break this discussion down. Um, basically, early, mid, late game, end game. Because we did find out that this game feels different at those stages. And we right. wanted to make sure that uh, you interns out there got a good feel for what you're going to expect at every step of the game. Now, we're not exactly. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're not going to we're not going to spoil like story beats or anything like that if you're looking for it. But um we found out that this is this is actually a pretty important uh distinction in this game and it's 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 a pretty important way to to talk about this game. So, let's hop into uh the early game and let's let's share our experiences. Early game for me was pretty cool because it, it was a classic, like, harken back to Diablo, load up, and you create your character. And the neat thing is, for a mobile game, you create your character. Yeah. You do a Sims level amount of customization on the face and stuff. And, you know, as always, ironically, there's not enough hairstyle choices and beard choices mm -hmm. and all that, which is like, what the hell? But I can choose just how exactly high up my nose is. Whatever, I digress. Faces you'll never be looking at. But it's yeah. cool that I got to feel like I have a unique individual. And that doesn't happen a lot on mobile games because they're very fucking, here's your cookie cutter design, you yep. know, here's your character that doesn't matter. This one lets you design. It's cool. I like that part. I, I completely agree. The The character customization was so out of left field, especially for yes. a Blizzard game, which absolutely notoriously is terrible when it comes to customization. Right. They give you a couple basic ones and that's, you, you yeah good luck um and i spent so long <laughs> Wait, making oh, yeah <laughs> the scarlet witch and i was like this is amazing and i made it look great and it was awesome and i was like this looks like the scarlet witch or the closest i can get using the tools available to me i launch into the game and it only shows up if you go into your character screen it doesn't show up in the overworld <laughs> you can't see no. your customization at yeah. all yeah. yeah, and I mean, granted, like the portrait, the portrait kind of takes like an an approximate look of your of your uh, custom mm, character. It, yeah. Well, and so it, I mean, it depends on how much you customize because it takes like the base choice that you you start from, and then that is your portrait, and then any other customizations you oh. make, like changing the hair color, that will not show up. Yeah, and you did yours like completely different than the base model, correct? With your Scarlet Witch. Yeah. So like it was okay. Yeah. Okay. I didn't even notice. I must not have customized that much. No, and, and and granted too, with Diablo, you are far away from your character, and especially on mobile, in real <laughs> gameplay, you're a little guy. You are a little guy, so it'd be hard to see like anything you did, anyway, unless you're in a menu. But um, let's um, let's talk about the actual game. So mm -hmm. after you create your character, you choose your class, and you get into it. Um, if you did download the HD packs and things like that, mm -hmm. um, I was lucky enough to experience it that way. I think maybe we all did. Yeah, but um, I didn't know there's an option not to. Ah, okay. Everything so, downloaded for me before I began playing. Okay, okay, okay. So the game starts, and immediately I notice this is a good-looking game for mobile. Yes. It looks really good. It hits you immediately with that good, good Diablo 3 look, mm -hmm. and it hits you with that beautiful soundtrack. So, you know, as much as you can hate Blizzard, they're really good at art and sound design and, um, like... Um, Cutscenes and things like that. I would they're say good in the art. some of the best. They're good in the, in the art department. Yeah, yeah, they're they're amazing in the art department, and they don't slack in Diablo Immortal. It fucking looks good, and immediately you're hit with voiced characters telling you to go through this stuff. Immediately you start swinging on monsters, mm -hmm. and you're in it. You're in Diablo. It's an authentic Diablo feel. It's not like a weird, I don't know, proximity to Diablo on a mobile game. 
Right. Diablo Immortal is Diablo. Yeah. It, it, it's in it, it's got a lot to it. When you first load up, you get that classic feel. You don't feel like you're playing a spin-off, a shoot-off for like a bastardization. You feel like, "Whoa, Diablo 3.5 is out." Yeah. Neat. Exactly. Yeah. That's a good point. Th- 3. It's very much like Diablo 3. Um mm-hmm. even like the base tutorial, it felt exactly the same as Diablo 3. Um, it felt like walking to that town yeah, I- yeah. at the start of Diablo 3, yeah. Exactly, where there's like the zombies and then you have to break down the little fence. And yeah, it, it felt like very much uh, not just inspired by Diablo 3, but templated from Diablo 3. So yeah. if you hated Diablo 3, uh, you, you probably won't like Immortal. But if you enjoyed <laughs> Diablo 3, I think Diablo Immortal might be a really fun thing, especially in the early game. Because like everybody's been saying, it feels like Diablo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And immediately you're sent into a main quest um, that I actually did find interesting. Uh, You know me, Mr. Story, Mr. Art, woo, woo, woo. Um, I'm notorious with skipping shit in Blizzard games. Like I will skip the story. Oh, in WoW, skip, 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 skip. In in StarCraft, what even happens in StarCraft? (laughs) But um, I didn't skip it for this. And I actually enjoyed the story. Like, I actually enjoyed it. Don't even ask me what happened to Diablo 3, but I enjoyed the story in this, like, legit. And you um, eventually go into the first open world area. Yeah. Uh, open world, like the big map. The first, like, big leveled map, the themed area. I was expecting something small, again, because mobile game, but it's not. It's a full area, and it's alive, too. This is where you're introduced with a lot of um, different mechanics and different, like, um, social aspects that Diablo Immortal yeah. provides. Um, as far as mechanics go, it's it's alive. There's there's multiple enemies. There's events. There's hidden layers. There's treasure chests. And it, there's all this stuff to do in the world, and you're looting and killing, and it's so fun. And then you notice there's other players with you. Yeah. This it's uh, this isn't just Diablo three. This is like Diablo and WoW smashed together. It's very MMO uh, like with players in the overworld, with hub worlds, with an active chat, with um, a um, a party system. And come to find out, you even learn that there's even dungeons that you can run. Yeah, that, that's a big thing. I want to put a lot of emphasis on this. I did not see this coming. It is Diablo MMO. Like yeah. you need to know this is. It's got all the staples of it. Of a, of a massive multiplayer online game, down to the global chat, down to the party finder dungeon raids, blah, 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 down to, to all that, to inspecting other players as they run by and looking at their gear and everything. Um, it's an MMO, and I, I didn't hear a peep about that. Like, I didn't even know that was going to be like a thing. Yeah, no, me either. And this really cool social Diablo experience from your phone, it lasts quite a while like th- mm-hmm. this high that you run will easily last until around level 30 yeah and i guess that uh, gets us into like the mid game right because that's where i yeah. think the first real shift comes and, and almost like how most diablos have acts this is like act two uh but in the the meta context um mm-hmm. right around level 30 the game shifts um and the sort of mobile aspects of it start to come come into view a little bit more so there's yes. lots of red circles to click. Um, there's lots of 99 cent packs and 4.99 packs that you can buy, and and things like that start to show up. And you know, I'm the type of person who uh, I play mobile games fairly regularly, mm-hmm. uh, and I can just straight up ignore these things. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. you know, it's it's one or the other, right? You either have when you're talking about a free to play game, 
and especially on mobile, the monetization structure is just completely different. It's it is because people are not going to spend thirty dollars on a mobile game um, right. if that's the initial price tag because most of them are pretty terrible. Uh, and even yeah. like the good ones, like when you have things like Slay the Spire or there's a lot of Final Fantasy games that get ported over to mobile. Um, oh, and yeah. they, they're like $20. And uh, the people who play those games are only the ones who play it on PC or, or other consoles, too. So it's like... Yeah, that's true. And th- those are a little different. I wouldn't call them mobile games. I'd call Correct. them like they're mobile ports. games accessible ports. mobile ports. ports. But they aren't designed mobily. They're a PC-designed game mm-hmm. ported, like you said. Yeah, right. Um, but you're right. You start to get a taste of mobile design. When you start getting up through those first 30 levels... Uh, and yep, you go, okay, I saw this coming. That's fine. Little red tick markers, little loot boxes full of gems spilling out, showing mm-hmm. up, click, clack, ignore, close X, fine. Yeah. It's Let's not get bad, to... right? Like it's, it's, it's not it's bad. It's not as, at least at level 30, and this is kind of a, you mm-hmm. know, foreshadowing, but <laughs> at least yeah. at level 30, it's yeah. not that bad. Like as far as mobile games go, I remember getting to level 30 and being like, oh, that's it. Like this is so much better than yes. something like Raid Shadow Legends. This is so much better than, and I know I'm going to anger quite a few people out there, but it's better than um Genshin Impact yep. even. Like the yes. the monetization structures of those games are way more predatory predatory at level 30 in Diablo Immortal. And this is the point too where it introduces more uh systems mm-hmm. as well within the game. Uh you get familiar with the battle pass which there's a free version of it granted to you which is kind of generous versus some games. Um there are multiple systems with multiple custom currencies that yeah. you start like leveling and things like that, which is classic predatory mobile stuff. Yeah, my little micro quests, I call them side quests. You didn't even know you were on. That's true. Yeah, um, but they they can largely be ignored. Again, mm-hmm. they're in the background. It's like whatever, man. Like I, I'm playing this game for free. I'm still having fun. I can ignore that. That little prompt that popped up. Yeah, fuck it. It's gone. Whoever yeah, or and whatever. I want to say playing. every once in a while you complete one. It goes, hey, you did a quest. Here's experience and gold. You're like free stuff for okay thank you yeah absolutely thanks yeah and the rewards are generous yeah specifically the battle pass system in this game is very generous with xp you can you can power level easily in this game if you if you want to if you want to yeah i got down um, because i rolled a lot of alts like when the first time i got to level 30 and the grind started i was like okay let me roll another character and i basically just wanted to find which one i'd end with and i would get to you know i'd get multiple characters up to level 30 in a single session yeah, so it's he went fast. You can you can really power level if you want to. JB and his lead W key. No <laughs> game is immune. Yeah. Even if yeah. he's on mobile and it doesn't have a W key, <laughs> he can still yeah. go. This is where it also introduces two um interesting things also. One, there's a raid mechanic mm-hmm. uh with its own leveling system, which you have to grind to get, which is not that terrible. And it's like an eight person boss fight. And um, you can actually like unlock harder bosses and go with that, which is kind of interesting. Um, the other thing it introduces is this game's version of the actual loot box. Now, Diablo Immortal does not have a traditional loot box. You pay money, you break open the piata, pinata, and you get shit. Right. What Diablo Immortal does instead is you get something called a crest, and they have a system called um, Elder. Help me out, Elder Rifts. Correct. I think it's Elder called Elder Rifts. Rifts. Yeah, so you um you pay for these special crests to insert and power up your potential rewards mm-hmm. at the end of this dungeon. So there's gameplay attached to it. So if you want to spend money in this game, you don't just open piñatas, you actually run dungeons and you can run dungeons with friends and stuff like that. And they're uh, they all powering up their own runs and things like that. And there's a chance to earn 
good legendary gear. You're always going to earn some sort of legendary gem, which the first time you get one, you're like, this is really cool. And it changes the way my gear does stuff. And it gives me special powers and stuff. Yep. But like the 10th time you get the same gem, it kind of loses value. But in the beginning, you get these legendary gems. You're like, holy shit, I'm getting legendary stuff already. Yep. And it's exciting. So all of this starts uh, opening up. But again, you don't have to do an Elder Rift. It's completely optional. So if you are interested in the story, in the main quest and things like that, it's still there. The dungeons are still there. The social stuff's still there at this point. Still pretty freaking fun. Yep. You you can literally ignore everything in the city. Just go out and continue to follow the golden feet because this game has a very um, a very leading navigation system. You click a quest. It tells you exactly where to go, what to do. Yeah. You follow those. You smash baddies. You get these cool combat skills that are very – I, w- I want to say uh, I thought they were very MOBA-ish. I felt like I was playing Dota or League with the way these skills uh, played, which is good and kind of bad, I guess. Um, But you get to mow down crowds of people with these really fun, really precise kind of skills. And you can do all that without participating in these other systems, you know? Yeah. That was my favorite part. I would just go out into the wilderness and smash bad guys endlessly, even if they didn't experience me up at all. I just like, I love beating the shit out of things. Right. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I felt like when I was making different builds for different characters, I felt like a like a theory crafter or like a min-maxer in a way. Yeah. It kind of scratched that itch of like, you know, when you're making just an overpowered D&D character. Sorry, cowboy. Uh, <laughs> Cowboy was our DM, and I made some. I made an overpowered paladin yep. multi-class that he I made remember me him. Can't just um, enjoy the game. <laughs> I thought it was cool. Once per day, I could do like six hundred damage at level four. Like, what's what's wrong Blow with that? All his spells and mana all at once. Like, hey, here's a big ass attack. I'm going to go take a nap. <laughs> yep, the boss is dead now. So that's that's. <laughs> and that's when he made a sandwich and left the table. Yeah. Um. So like, I got to scratch that itch in a way that's a little bit, uh, you know, doesn't make people hate me um which was yeah. which was nice and i i really enjoyed being able to like play different classes and say okay well i got this legendary gear that increases my damage over time so i'm going to build a damage over time build and and being able to switch on the fly based on the the gear you have like it, i i really enjoyed that part of it and that's that's what you get because yeah. you get your first legendary too. right around level 30 so from mm. like leveling from 30 to 50 that was the what i found the most enjoyment in was getting new gear, changing my build based on the gear, uh, doing bounties and things like that, and just just leveling up. I thought that was a real fun time. Yeah, and to summarize, it has the bones of that good Diablo gameplay loops yep. of, of loot and kill and skills and fun and dungeons. It has all the bones there for a good time Diablo style. Yeah, so from um, mid-game, from like 30 to 50, that's when you realize your character and it's kitted out and by this time this game is generous with legendaries that alter Mm -hmm. abilities and things like that by this time around level 50 you are kitted out in like all legendary main gear you've socketed legendary gems into them that change your stuff and this is when the game really turns right from Mm -hmm. from that fun diablo experience even in the mid game where you can ignore the microtransaction stuff this is where it gets really grindy and this is where it really um, pushes those microtransactions. Yeah. And th- this is kind of where you've begun to speed up in circling the drain. You've had such fun, like, swirling around that you don't even realize you're going steadily faster towards this, like, black mm-hmm. hole in the middle of what's going to suck the joy out of this. And it's going to turn it into 
a grind. Yeah. I think uh, most people who pay in mobile games, like I am not somebody who pays for anything in mobile games. Like I, mm-hmm. I never do. Um, but most people make their first purchase, I would say, around level 30. But the purchases start to kick off right around level 50 because the grind just gets so real. And not only does the grind get so real, it's it's designed to be oh, so yeah. grindy that the best way out of it is to swipe. And one of the best ways you can acknowledge this is by looking at the story quests. In most games, in most MMOs, in most Diablo games, if you follow the story, you will level up to max level by the time you're reaching max level content. Mm -hmm. In Diablo Immortal, the way, like, you get to a certain point and it says, level up to 50 to proceed. Level up to 55 to proceed. And you're just meant to grind. Mm -hmm. And, or, or, you can do these Elder Rifts. Get gear, spend some money, increase your chances. Go with other people who are also spending money to get good gear. And it's like, that's that's where I think, you know, if if you are the type of person who who wants to be the best, if you're the type of person who played WoW and got to, you know, Gladiator, Savage, Gladiator, whatever the max level like arena rank was, if you're that type of person, uh, pull out your credit card. Uh, that's the only way. And this is where that rears its ugly head. And I think the word grind here is perfect because what comes to my brain is grind to a halt. You begin to grind to a halt and your breaks begin to apply themselves. And the game says, you know, we could loosen these breaks if you spend a bit of a money and you'll go back to just like zooming. You'll be zooming again. Just Mm -hmm. give us a few bucks. Yeah, you'll have a few hours of of good fun after you swipe that credit card. And then the breaks apply again slowly and surely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean, since we've we've started playing this game, more and more news has come out too about the way that Blizzard has created a game to be anti-free-to-play at the higher levels. Um, And not just like, I I mean, to an extent that's on par with most of the worst mobile games I've played, uh, which is is kind of sad in a way. But, you know, the way they limit the amount of gear you can get without paying. So if you have gotten too many legendaries in a day, which I think is like five legendaries in a day, the only Mm -hmm. way you can get more legendaries is those Elder Rift legendary crests. So the only way you can get more legendary gear if you play a lot is is to spend money. So it's like me, double dipping. It's crazy. And let me say, they, they do what drug dealers do. The first one's free. They load you up with a bunch of oh, free sure. legendary uh-huh. uh, crests. Yeah. Of course. Right. And you get that. You turn the boss into a loot box because like suddenly you load up these crests and he explodes with gear. You're not opening a loot box. You're killing the boss, which is exploding yeah. with rare stuff. Mm-hmm. That's That's a fucking genius thing that they did right but then next time you kill the boss what do you get some gray stuff and a few coins and you're like no i right. need this man to blow up with purple shit yeah and they you know? do that standard mobile game thing where like if you've ever played any mobile games especially like clicker or incremental games there's mm-hmm. this common practice where they you know watch an ad to get two times speed for the next yeah. hour and that's basically what Diablo Immortal is doing right now. You spend four ninety nine to get these legendary crests, which will double your chances of a legendary drop, which means yep. you can do half the grind and get the same amount of gear. It doesn't actually let you just straight up buy the stuff because they want to hide it enough. And I, I think that was kind of shady. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, I don't know if I've just been uh, desensitized to it, but I'm like, yeah, it's a mobile game. Like, <laughs> that's it, right. It, yeah. Yes. Yes, in the late in the late game, it becomes you become fully aware that it is a mobile game with a capital 
M. Mm -hmm. And the entire time when you've been having fun with constant story content and then it starts gating you with those um, level gates, you got to slow down and you have to participate in all this shit in order to get that cool story again. Yep. Which is really unfortunate because the story is good. Yeah, it's good. and by this time, you are participating in these in this system. The grinds, the the bounties, the dailies, the elder rifts. There's challenge rifts, which you go in and try to like go up. It it eventually introduces the immortal system with its own run and things to collect and custom currencies. Everything everything that you touch in this game, every different like system or fun like like side quest or like mini game whatever all has its own fucking separate currencies which you have to earn yeah. or maybe pay for mm-hmm. to get them even faster right and that all of this like if you make it through that if you really want to get that story you can um but that brings us to the end game yes. at level 60 you hit the current end of the story mm-hmm. and it became and it becomes the end game grind and we are familiar with games who do this like I, destiny yeah. yep destiny has an end game grind and, and it's not honestly that. It's every level. blizzard game right every blizzard sure, game yeah. is all about wow, the end does game. It, yeah. diablo yeah. all the previous diablos it, right. the real game is yeah. grinding like diablo 3 you were basically just grinding elder rifts um whatever yeah. they called them in diablo 3 but that was the end game and i really enjoyed the grind um but yeah that's that's what they're known for, right? Is that yeah. end game grind, just maxing yeah. out best in slot. That's Diablo. That's World of Warcraft. That's Blizzard. Yeah, and at this end, at this end game, the story's gone. It's all just the mobile aspects. It's all participate in these systems and pay for these systems. It introduces another system called Paragon, which you have to level up, which is like your special, you know, post game uh, score and stuff like that. And there are there are articles that that came out and um. Um, I, I, I read them over. I know some of it was a little sensational because they took an average of numbers and things like that. But mm-hmm. one of the things that they did reveal, which I had no idea, and most players won't even fucking know about this, is um, these legendary gems that you're always getting. If, by chance, you op- you know, you know level one of these gems, which you have to pay a fuck ton of money and get a lot of material to do it, if you level it to 10, it opens up into a six-slotted tier system, and you have to level up six different gems to 10. Right, right. And it's, it's, it's the... Um, and nobody knows um, what happens once you level those up. Like, yeah, no, does because it, nobody has enough money to do it. Yeah, does the it expand? Slots get slots. <laughs> slots get slots. It's fuck? slots on slots on slots on slots forever and ever and ever. Right. And it's, with the average amount of time or money spent, uh, they were figuring in the half million range. And right, yeah. that's absolutely disgusting. But I well, let's open it up. So this is what it looks like. It's a it's a whirlpool. It's a black hole. It is a sloping inward kind of thing. When you're on the outside, you're like, I'm not anywhere near the middle. And it's going so slow. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not anywhere near that. You get dragged in and then it just plummets. If yeah. you get to the center of this, you're spending millions. If you yeah. get dragged into the middle of this and you become a whale, millions. And they mm-hmm. don't care how high you go. It's an infinite black hole of money. Yeah. As of right now, the current estimates, and I don't know how accurate these are, but people seem to parrot them. So I'm just going to parrot them yeah. too, um, is to max out your character, best in slot everything, five-star gems with five five-star gems attached to them everything is $500,000 plus depending on your luck. So $500,000 if you have good luck, <laughs> give or yeah. take RNG, right? Nonsense. Just saying six figures is nonsense. <laughs> like, no, we're yeah, talking numbers. most likely seven figures for the normal people. You know, Jesus. And that's that. That aspect of this game is absolutely buck 
wild. Mm -hmm. And everyone should know about this aspect of the game if they choose to play it. And that's the whole crux of it, is that there is a very desirable game underneath this very dangerous thing. And you have to play and flirt with this danger depending on who you are. Somebody that can become addicted, somebody who has poor Mm -hmm. self-control. You have to be like, look at this fun game that might kill me financially or whatever. And and as like a Blizzard enjoyer, like I like a lot of Blizzard games uh, historically. Recently, they've run into a rough patch, I would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. morally, they're, they're disgusting ethically. business practices aside. Historically, sexual they harassment, had... you know, <laughs> yes. all that. Let's, if, let's you take, if you take that mountain of garbage aside, historically, they put out some bangers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just facts. Yes. And I yeah. always loved the end game. Blizzard always knew end game. That was the desire. Like when I. When I played games, it was like, oh, I'm going to get to max level. I'm going to raid, right? That's the thing. Or on Diablo, I'm going to get to max level and I'm going to get all these legendaries and it's going to be great and I'm going to do all this damage. It's going to be a lot of fun. I was absolutely disappointed in the end game for Diablo Immortal. And I don't know if it's because they didn't expect people to pay as much as they did, which might be why they added so many layers of microtransactions because they're like, you know, uh, you know, they didn't never expected anybody to go that deep. Um, I, part of me wants to believe that. Um, but I think maybe the developers went, oh, we'll have time to flesh out the end game. But as of right now, it's like, you just fight the same boss who has more health. Yep. And the raid is easy. There's one mechanic. You DPS, DPS, DPS. It pops up on the screen. Like if you had, uh, mods installed and it said, Hey, hide behind the rock next to you, dude. Yeah. And you hide behind the rock, you don't die. Everybody else dies because even then they're idiots. Like if you've ever played a mobile, like if you ever played a Blizzard game, you know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. And then you come out and you DPS, DPS, DPS. Uh, it's like Anixia, right? Was was so much harder. We've right. all seen the stop dots, stop dots, whelps, left side, handle it. You know, we've all seen that. We've all seen the Leroy Jenkins. We know that. Okay. Yeah. Classic Blizzard, they know their end game. They know their mechanics. They make it difficult enough for the player base. And I I don't know if the mobile player base are just idiots, but I I was so disappointed. There was no I I gave up immediately. As well, soon as I noticed that, I quit the game. That was it. I was I will never play Diablo Immortal again. And it wasn't because of microtransactions. It wasn't because of whales. It wasn't because the PvP is completely unbalanced. It was because there's no endgame content. All right, interns. Now you have an accurate picture of what Diablo Immortal is every step of the way. So let's go ahead and give our final thoughts. And let's figure out if hell is worth the price. I'm going to say, and I argued with JB about this, about like the morality of it. The thing's a gray area with me now because it's a fun game and sure you can withstand it. And the predatory practices, you know, are its own separate thing that... Other people and legal systems need to decide, and that doesn't affect me. But I want to say personally, I hate these practices. I don't want to support it. I don't want games to go this way. I want less loot boxes. I want less uh, gems and microtransactions. And so I'll put my stamp in my flag here and say, like, I can't support this. I don't I don't like that a classic franchise went so deep into this direction, and it's a bad thing. That's my thoughts. Hmm. I'll go next. Um, I'm a, I'm actually a little more optimistic about it. Uh, here's my stance on playing a game like this. It is free to play, so keep it free to play. You can play a lot of this game for free and have a lot of fun for free, which I am actually doing. I actually played it for like two hours today, like honestly, like real talk, and I'm mm-hmm. still having fun with the game, but I'm doing it for free. 
So if you want to experience this game and try this game out, I actually suggest you do, but don't fall for the trap. Don't no. spend don't spend your money on this. Don't don't fall for the predatory microtransactions. Fuck that system. Uh, fuck whoever implemented that system. And honestly, shame on you, Blizzard, for trying this. But don't miss out if you want to. It's still a fun Diablo mobile game. And experience the fun part. I agree. Uh, hell is worth the price if the price is zero. Um, but if it's anything <laughs> other than that, it's absolutely it's it's For not sure. worth it. Do not spend. If you find yourself wanting to spend money, please listen to me. It's not worth it because it's the moment you spend money, they know and they have situations in place that make you want to spend more money. So oh, yeah. if you can't handle that first microtransaction, you can't handle the macro transactions. Uh, just just give up now. Um, wait for Diablo 4 or even better play Path of Exile please <laughs> if you want a bl- like a Diablo experience play Path of Exile yeah. it is better than Diablo and I'm saying that right well, now better, better with their 12, than with, with their Diablo. 12 grand supporter packs I mean I don't know I don't know it's, I think they lean into it too yeah though. but they're supporter packs they're, it's not power there is no True. way to buy power in the game it's That's only fair. cosmetics it's there not is as, no pay to win it's not as well designed, but maybe it is the lesser of two it is, evils. It is closer to Diablo 2. So I think Diablo Immortal okay. is like Diablo 3. Um, <clears throat> Path of Exile is like Diablo 2. And, and they're coming out with Path of Exile 2. Stay tuned. For, I'm, I'm serious. Like, if you haven't played Path of Exile, go out, download it, play it for like two hours. You'll get hooked. Trust me. Yeah. You'll be like, hey, Diablo 2. In a vacuum. It's, it's a good Diablo clone. Knock, knock. Hello, fellas. Hey, Terry. Hey, Terry. It seems the boss and the Blizzard Wizard have some sort of floor-wide announcement and wanted us to meet at the portal. Oh. Well, I guess this is it. Thank you, Terry, for all the good times. Best of luck wherever you go, buddy. A truly moving performance, JB. However, the scene lacks context because, well, I'm going upstairs same as you. All right, anyway, I'll see you guys up there. Do you guys want to record what happens for evidence, I guess? Sure. But we should probably be discreet about it. Right. Oh, I got it. Hey, intern, come here. I'm going to put a lapel mic on you. They'll never expect it. Oh, yeah. I always forget about that. Okay. You guys ready? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess let's, let's do go. it. All right. Is everybody here? Oh, yes, sir. The entire Game Corp staff is present and on time. Marvelous! Well, listen up, losers! Today was quite the disappointment, to say the least. After everything your corporation has been through, after everything it has achieved, for it to fumble on what was supposed to be the most profitable launch in history is simply unacceptable. You may be asking yourself, how does a company like GameCorp, the leading loot box manufacturer and distributor, not to mention seat of the dimensional portal itself, Get something as simple as pay-to-win integration wrong! How does the company who stacks their deck deal itself a bad hand? I'll tell you how. Bad leadership and a bad workforce! Wait, what? Yes, you all suck and that's all there is to it! So I have no choice but to take over operations here and completely restructure GameCorp. I'll try to make it a very easy transition for everyone. So first off, adios boss, he's gone! Thanks for all the hard work or whatever, but you beefed it big time, so see ya! What? You can't just fire me? Check it off! All you idiots are fired, of course! That should have been obvious from the start, as this company is staffed with absolute buffoons! I mean, it's weird here. There's suggestive art all over HR and some of it's on co-workers. The sales department is constantly drunk and not in the good way. 
and some robot voiceover in intercom made passive-aggressive remarks to me in the bathroom, and I swear there's a homeless man living in the cafeteria. But it all ends today. GameCorp will be cutting you all a very reasonable severance package of one hour of paid time, which you will spend getting your stuff and getting the hell out! Hold on, that's not fair. You can't just- Can? And I will! And, just to make a point, I brought you all up here to meet your own replacements. Step back while I fire up the portal and do what you never had the guts to do, the boss! In just a moment, an entire army of demons, angry porcupines, and whatever else the Diablo Dimension contains will begin marching through this portal and assuming all the roles that you idiots failed at. With an overwhelmingly evil army at my command, GameCorp will grab the entire video game industry by the neck and shake loose every penny it has! <laughs> we will monetize every single aspect of gameplay! Soon you won't even be able to push a button without having to microtransact! We'll charge to pause! We'll charge to play! We're going to bleed the gamers dry of every last set! <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I'll just go ahead and seal that up. Holy shit, boss, did you just kick your boss into the portal and then trap him in hell? Yeah, I did. Wow, boss, you just saved the jobs of everyone in the company. I never knew you actually cared about your workforce that much. Yeah, that's because I don't care about you peons. What? Well, then why did you do it? His plan was bad for business. Any boss worth his salt knows why you don't staff your company full of ambitious demons and goat boys. Because they never wear pants? What? No, idiot! Staffing your company with competent go-getters is corporate suicide. Let your guard down for a second and BAM! Some up-and-comer will come and kick you into a portal to hell or something. That's why I keep this place stocked full of soft-spined idiots such as you three. It's all about the job security. I don't know why I'm telling you guys though. Not like you three will ever promote anywhere. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, you're never going anywhere. Oh, no, yeah, of course. Right. Yeah. Oh, I need a drink to stay off. I'm out of here. Well, that's our show, folks. All's well that ends well, I guess. Unless you're Blizzwiz, because he's in hell. Yeah, and on that note, I'd like to thank Metroid Mike, Patriot Sate of Hell, and uh, Chiptune's Master for the use of our theme song, I Can't Break, off of his album, Heart of the Juggernaut. He's in Balefire too. Check that shit out. Uh, donate to all of his things forever. Feed his baby so he becomes big and strong and saves the world. Also, thanks to Inky Danny for all of the hard work with the artwork. We use it everywhere. It's beautiful. You love it. You like it. Look at our artwork. Look at it. And don't forget, we want to hear from you. We want your answers to our questions. We post them on the podcast episode. Look in the description. We got them on Spotify. Yes, absolutely. Go answer those questions. And we want to answer your questions as well. So hop on to our corporate website, welcome to gamecourt.com, and use our Ask Us Anything link. Or, you know, you could just be lazy and send us a message on our social media platform. And while you're there on our Twitter, on our Instagram, you can give us a follow, right? So you're notified when we post new things, when we post new episodes. It's going to be a great time. And if you do want to, I guess that's fine, too. It's not fine. If you ain't sending us messages, you're stealing. You're the 99%. And I, Cowboy, want to thank you for listening so much. All the listens and reviews are amazing. You can actually review us on Spotify. Go back a page, scroll up, click the star, give us however many stars, maybe five. It helps us so much. I also want to point you guys over to our Twitch, where you can hear us live talking, live talking to you sometimes. 
Possibly not. And to our Discord, we're building a steady community of growing hilarious people. You can see all those links down in the description. And last call to action, which is good for business. And that's get the fuck out of here. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Or morning. Was that you? Finally, a little peace after a long day of making power plays and backstabbing my way up the corporate ladder. This calls for something top shelf. <laughs> now, where's that bottle of doom brew? Oh, there we go. Just an ounce or two, though. Any more and this stuff can give you brain damage. Hey, seems a little, uh, light. Yeah, whatever. Always can kill more Pikmin. Boss, it's Yasmin here. You said to hold any calls for the rest of the day, or you'd throw me down the elevator shaft. And yet here we are. Yes, well, I have the Shadow Council on a video call, and they're asking about Blizzwiz. And I knew you wouldn't trust my judgment, so... <sighs> yeah, fair. I knew I couldn't avoid it forever. Suppose I'll only throw you down the tenth floor, then. Go ahead and put him through. Uh, yes, sir. Very good, sir. <sighs> okay. Showtime. Game Corp, this is the boss. What? Boss? What are you still doing there? Yes, shouldn't you have been let go? I don't understand. Where is Blizzwiz? Well, let's just say he couldn't handle the heat, and I had to relieve him. You do not have the power to do that. Yeah, well I did it anyways, so deal with it. Well, this is preposterous. Blizzwiz told us the game's launch was a total disaster, and that you were solely at fault. That's right, they said public opinion is in the crapper. Review scores are down and dusted, and gamers are hollering for no one to spend a dime on it. So tell us, what exactly is keeping us from sending a death squad to remove you from GameCorp right now? Well, for one, Blizzwiz is an incompetent old crackpot who doesn't know a thing about modern gaming. Yeah, it's true, 99% of players aren't spending a dime, and it's true, our Metacritic score is in the decimals, but since when have we ever cared about what the 99% thinks? Hmm, I'll tell ya, never! Hmm, he does have a point. The fact is, gamers are hypocrites. Gamers are still playing, even knowing deep down some silver-pocketed dopamine addict is dropping fast stacks just to feel superior to millions of people who don't even care. Even the high and mighty streamers who are calling for our heads are still spending tens of thousands of dollars to ironically prove it. Gamers don't actually care. They just want to make sure they look like they do. Whales are still whaling, and gamers are still gaming. Is this true? So, wait. You're telling me this game isn't tanking and losing us tons of money? Huh. Yes, man. Can you pull up the most recent numbers? Yes, sir. So far, Diablo Immortal has generated approximately 20 million in revenue this month. This puts it in the top 20 grossing mobile games. Really? Now, does that sound like a failure of a launch? Blizzwiz failed to see the big picture. This wasn't about making a great game to fix Blizzard's reputation. This was about making big piles of money. That's how you actually fix a company. Well, I'll be.
We may have misjudged you, the boss. It seems Blizzwiz was the real problem all along. Exactly. And with him gone, I'm requesting, no, I'm demanding you put Blizzard under my control. With GameCorp's unscrupulous tactics and immoral integrity, I'll make sure the company keeps printing money like the goddamn U.S. Treasury. <laughs> yes. Quite the bold proposition indeed. We will consider it with great care. Mm, indeed. And what do you suggest we tell the investors about Blizzwiz? Just pull the old CEO shuffle and say he stepped down due to a consumer backlash or something. The public loves to think their complaints make a bit of difference. Well now, that's a mighty fine grab for power there, the boss. Tell you what, you just keep your nose clean and the money rolling in, and I reckon you just might have yourself a seat on the council one day. Thank you, sir. Well, it's five o'clock somewhere. Who's coming to Applebee's for margaritas? Oh, oh yes, their wonton tacos are to die for. Does somebody want to split a two for twenty with me? I can't pass up a deal like that. Oh, I would love to, yes. Oh, oh, to Applebee's. Hmm, yes. Yeah, well, okay then. Bye. That was weird. Uh, yes, man. Elevator time. <laughs>